three, two, and what's up, everybody? This is Zach. And this is Dylan. And thank you for joining us once again on today's episode of The Quest, Quest for, for Content. content. Oh, yes. Um, today's going to be a bit of a short episode. Yeah. But before we get into it, let's do the plug-in. Of course. As always, if you would like to reach out and, I guess, more formally send us an email, <clears throat> you can do so at questforcontentpod at gmail.com. Yep, that's right. Uh, we've also got some social medias. We've got uh, we've got a Twitter page and an Instagram page. We do have both. Uh, give us a follow. <clears throat> both of those are Quest for Content Pod. That's Quest for Content Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Yes. So give us a follow. Uh, share some of your theories with us about whatever it is we're talking about. We'd love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or if you have anything recommended you'd like us to watch. That's and right. And then... Review afterwards. Talk about. Absolutely. Always looking for new stuff to watch. Oh, yeah. Always looking for more content. Indeed. You could call it a quest of sorts. You could. Anyway, that's pretty much it as far as housekeeping goes. We don't really have anything else to talk about. No, other than um, we're a few days late with this, but that's fine. Yeah, it's neither here nor we there. missed last week. It, we normally record on Sundays. Sunday, I didn't feel great. And then the only other day we were going to record, weather was terrible. Yeah. Because uh, we had talked, <clears throat> we'd planned to record on May 4th. Of course, yeah. Being Star Wars Day. Uh, but yeah, it was just the worst weather. Yeah, so much so that the background noise would have been horrendous. Yep. Because where we, we record is right up against a window. Pretty much. That has Pretty an AC thing on it, so it'd be very loud. A lot of rain noise, yep. very much windy that day and a lot of thunder yeah just didn't work Mm-mm. so all good we figured you know we'll just roll it back get you next week absolutely and here we are so <clears throat> we since the finale of captain america and the winter soldier we have been trying to figure out what to do indeed we have um you know, we obviously we're gonna watch Loki when that comes out, and for sure we'll keep up with video game news and all that. But speaking, of, sorry, speaking of Loki, it got a a new release date. It got pushed back a couple or pushed forward a couple of days. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, it's not coming out on Fridays. The, the new date is it's gonna premiere on a Wednesday, and Correct. then we'll continue to air on Wednesdays after that. Which okay, is interesting. I can't interesting remember the date indeed. off the top of my head. Well, while you look for that, I will continue to talk about. Sort of what's the plan is moving forward. June 9th. June 9th. June 9th. All right. Not too long. Mm -mm. A little over a month. Yep. Anyway, um, you know, it just so happened that as we did our recordings, the meat of the episode became talking about the latest episode of the MCU. Yeah. But that, of course, isn't always going to be the way it is because, I mean, after Loki... It's going to be a little... There's not going to be, gonna be a minute for yeah. a while. Or a movie. I mean, the next... I guess we'll have Black Widow. We'll have Black Widow, come. but that's one episode. Yeah. So... And by episode, I mean us. Not... That's one movie, one, one episode. episode. Yeah. So, um, we were just kind of, We've been trying to figure out... I think we're probably... I've all, all, I have already watched all the way through it. The one... Once Dylan is done, we'll probably talk about Invincible. Yeah. Because I really like that show. Um, there are a couple shows out right now that could be worth watching. Uh, I kind of want to watch uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's we'll, Legacy, we'll yeah. That. We were 
today, watch just kind of scrolling through some stuff, trying to figure out what maybe we would watch before we, we recorded. Uh, and that was something we saw. Yeah. The trailer looked good. Um, but anyway, today we landed on the Mandalorian arc, a Siege of Mandalore. Yes. In the last season of The Clone Wars, because I haven't watched it. Yeah. I have. I watched it when it came out. Uh, but it's so, there's some <clears throat> of my favorite episodes of that show. Always happy to rewatch that. Back when it was on Netflix, I had gotten through three seasons, yep. but then it got taken down. Uh, and I just haven't gotten around to watching it since it got put back up. So yeah. I guess that's going to kind of be um, what we do from here on out. Because now that the Bad Batch is coming out, yeah, that'll probably be what we focus on. But in order for me to fully appreciate, I need to go back and watch a few things. Um, and then we can get into it. Absolutely. I, f- I figure, I mean, I've laid out a couple of episodes that I think are like, must watch right episodes that I don't think you've seen yet. I know you said you'd seen a couple of them that I put on the list. Yeah, I saw the very first things you had on the list, but that was it. Yeah. Uh, so there are a couple of things that we need to watch and get out of the way before you can like watch and fully appreciate the first two episodes, really, of The Bad Batch. But uh, I watched them the other day when they aired. Both great. I'm excited for the the future of this show and I just the exploration of this particular time period in the in the timeline we haven't really seen before so that's that's cool uh, and that's I good. always Dave Filoni is responsible for it uh, I, I will always watch anything that Dave Filoni is the, yeah, behind because the man understands Star Wars he knows what he's doing so and it's in the same animation style as the Clone Wars which yes is phenomenal. Yeah, much better than other animation styles in the universe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I mentioned it, but this this is going to be a pretty short episode. Yeah. We only have about 25 minutes until we have to go somewhere. Uh, so with that being said... Let's kind of jump right let's in. Let's jump right in. We started... We went through and watched the last four episodes... Of of season season seven. seven, which uh, compiled the Mandalore Siege of Mandalore. Yes, um, and I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'm curious. It's, I like I said, I had seen these before. I I really want to know kind of what you thought watching through these for the very first time. Well, first of all, coming from my latest episodes being in season three, the graphics and the animation and just the way it's done. Yeah. Eons better. So far ahead. For sure. The movement was way smoother. The art was just better. The graphics, like, just the colors, everything. Yeah. So much better. Not that they were bad before. No, they've always been... They've always been pretty good. Yeah, the combat, I thought, was a solid, like, okay. In three. As you said, it gets better as it goes on. But in this... But in this, it was phenomenal. And and we... They mo-capped They mo-capped it. And Mm -hmm. they even brought in Ray Park. Yeah. To body... Maul. Darth Maul, yeah, which is really cool. I'm always, I just, I just, I just love, I love Maul, and I like, I like seeing Ray Park getting to do more of him, because uh, he was obviously the original. If you don't know, he was the person who played Maul's body. Yes. Um, but man, yeah, it was just, it was a good arc. I enjoyed it. I think it was mainly it made me want to rewatch Episode Three. <laughs> yeah. 
I can oh, see that. Man. I I am firmly on board the the train of I want an animated Revenge of the Sith yeah. cut together with the I Siege agree. of Mandalore arc because if you don't know, they're happening like in tandem with each other. It's uh, it's all happening at the same time. Yes. So while Ahsoka is off on Mandalore dealing with Maul and all of that, all of the events of Revenge of the Sith are also taking place at the same time. Yeah, the only episode in the arc that isn't happening simultaneously is part of the first one. Yeah. And it butts up directly. But it's, they go it's from where that episode li- starts straight to the opening of... Literally, three. like, an hour before. Yeah. yeah. So, um, really cool also to see just kind of, like, what else is happening in the in the galaxy at the same time. Right, especially at such, like, a, a pivotal shift... In oh yeah, in just, just that the whole, galaxy in general, the path of yeah. the galaxy. Yeah, I mean it's going from uh, the Republic to the, the Empire. Galactic Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so. really enjoyed that. I also, it was it's it was good to see, I guess, sort of the toll it took on some of the more well known. Clones. Yeah, it was it was interesting to see kind of how he was aware that what he was doing was not what he wanted to do, but right. that he had to do it because he's a soldier and that's what he does. Yeah. So that was kind of hard to watch, but cool too. I mean, yeah, nice to see that it wasn't just like Commander Cody, like you got it, pow, and we shoot Obi Wan off of a cliff. Right. Yeah, and. I- from my perspective as someone who I've I've watched that show since it started airing. Like right. I've just kept up with it uh as they've come out with episodes over the years. And having seen all of it, some of the more emotional moments kinda hit. Hit hit you where they hit you where it hurts. And they're <laughs> they're really that's I think that's that's what they wanted. They wanted you to. Oh, I'm sure. To feel it, especially with all the uh, musical callbacks. Yeah. To just the hardest parts of episode three to watch. Yeah, it Which, was. By the way, well done to the composer of that show. I don't think it was John Williams. No, it's. But not. it was it's, definitely uh, a lot of it was just pulled from John Williams's it's, work. Uh, what's his name? It's Kevin Kiner. Okay. He's, sure. He's the he's who's done all of the. I yeah Clone I figured Wars music I figured even back from the. The movie that started it all. Mm. Uh, yeah. It was particularly uh, the Order 66. Pungent. Scene. Poignant. Where the order is first given. I love all the little audio cues that they pulled out of the movie. Yes. Of, like, yes. Anakin betraying Unlimited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Great. And I don't know if you caught this, but they even... There was one line that they kind of dubbed Matt Lanter's voice over Hayden Christensen's mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. It was like, what have I done? Yeah, it yeah. was just it at was, the very end. Yeah. yeah. I did realize. It was ah, so good. And yeah, like you said, the music the music is very on point and emotional. And it, it's just rough to see some of these characters that I've kind of watched over the years who right. had like really well established relationships uh, go through that. Yeah, I Particularly bet. Particularly Ahsoka and Rex. Ahsoka and Rex, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was 
rough for sure, but so so good. So good. And I'm I am so glad that we even got to see it because the show had been canceled when Disney bought yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. And all um, people had were those really just not completed at all. Yeah. They really episodes. after that after that happened they had released the like early animation right yeah cuts of the episodes which were pretty heavily memed <laughs> the only reason yeah. I know about them is because of the memes oh yeah <laughs> I mean they're they're good and they're cool to like go through and watch uh, but even still they hadn't released any of this Siege of Mandalore arc. that right. wasn't one of the ones that they released so yeah and not everything that was in those episodes made it to this season either no no they so. They definitely left some stuff on the cutting room floor there. Yeah, which is always, you know, that's just part of the process. Yeah. What did you think of the ending, uh, particularly the flash forward? Uh, well, okay. I'm always, I'm always a sucker for Vader. Yeah. So I'm always happy to see him. Um, also, really glad that they animated him in a different style than Rebels because I don't love the way he looks in Rebels. No, it's it's very much like uh, the concept art for vader yeah uh, i mean it's it's it was cool it's cool but it's not yeah. what vader looks like that's kind of the the whole style of that show though right yeah i mean even that did. guy they brought they made a character that looks like um chewy's concept art yeah yeah it it's all very much based out of ralph mcquarrie's ralph mcquarrie's that's what his name yeah for the for the show but i like right. the animation style of clone wars m- much better than, yeah absolutely but than that um yeah I thought it was good though. I just, it I had, was kind of like, it just it was silent. Yeah. No lines, no dialogue, just Vader. Yeah. He found the he found, found the lightsaber yeah. that she had left, and then Morai was flying above, mm-hmm. uh, circling. Yeah. There's, they haven't confirmed like how far forward into the timeline that scene is taking place, but there are some theories that it's kind of in the middle of season two of Rebels, maybe. Because they have an encounter where uh, Ahsoka and, like, Vader sense each other in Mm -hmm. that before they actually meet in person in the finale of that season. So there was some theories that... Maybe that encounter happened, and then they found this, like down ship or whatever. And he only he, he went and only confirmed that she was alive. That she was alive. Okay, interesting. But that's not obviously that's not been confirmed in canon yet, right? Yeah, because they haven't said, and it probably won't be. No, it probably won't. But still, it's interesting stuff to think about. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, the. Uh, the final moment between Ahsoka and Anakin was oh. nice. They had described that moment in a book. There was there's an Ahsoka book. Okay. That before the show had been renewed for this last season, and they they said they were getting into this. It kind of described some of the events, like leading into Revenge of the Sith, like the last moment that Ahsoka and Anakin saw each other which in the book was described as last time I saw him, he was running off to save the Chancellor, which is what we got to see. It's true. Uh, Yeah, it was just nice to see some of that stuff 
actually play out. Mm-hmm. You get to see it instead of read it. But yeah, this was a real solid four episodes. I think this they're probably my favorite four episodes of the whole show. They were good, at man. This point very cinematic, like you said at the beginning. There's oh, a very yes. It felt re- it just looked good. It felt good. It sounded good. Yeah, you could like I said, you could tell it. It feels more like a movie than than a show. The way they yeah. like <clears throat> they cut and transition some of the scenes. It, right. it feels like a movie. It's very cinematic compared to the the rest of the show. Yeah, you could just see the attention to detail and the care they put into it. Yeah, very much like a love letter to everybody that brought the show back. Right, because Which... it only became a thing, I'm sure, because of how many people. We're constantly being like, let's do, like it's one last season. Yeah, give us a final season. Yeah, and I'm I'm just glad Dave Filoni got to finish the story because he's yeah I am like, too. Dave Filoni, man, what a writer! Been building like up to this. Yeah, throughout all the the various seasons, uh, and then when it got canceled, obviously. Right. It, and it's not like they cut ties ties with him either because he did Rebels. Right. Yeah. And he and he's doing the Bad Batch now too. Right, yeah, yeah. But I meant like before they had made this latest season. Right. They yeah. had started another show with him. Yeah. So Yeah. It's good to good to see his involvement in anything. And I'm yeah. I mean, I'm uh, really glad he got to finish the story. He probably has a better understanding about just like the essence of Star Wars than anybody. Oh, I agree. Just he, hearing him do some interviews about like how I should, should probably stop messing with the boom mic. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but hear, hearing him do interviews about, like, just how he sees scenes versus how I have yeah. seen them, like the, like one the Duel of the Fates. Fates. Yeah, yeah. the way he breaks it down is like, oh, yeah, of course that's how it is. It's yeah. like, you, yeah, okay. You are, you are what <laughs> an English teacher wishes they could have been yeah. in, in reading into all the things that made up the scene. Well, also part of that, May have to do with the fact that he was basically George Lucas's like apprentice, second yeah, in command, right, of right. This because him, he and George Lucas developed and wrote the Clone Wars, right? Yeah, but I'm and just so he spent a lot of time just, I guess, getting to pick the brain of George Lucas and a lot of the yeah. stuff uh, that he had written, which just goes to show that. It really, it's, it is exactly what we've always said it is, the prequels are. It's like, it's really. It's a good story, well written. The foundation is so incredible. Yeah. But the, the house that was built on top of it is a little dilapidated. Just a little It's bit. a little weak, but the bones are good. Yeah. But it could use some TLC. For sure. Uh, which is what the Clone Wars was. Yeah, absolutely. So. They, it a really lot of, flushed it out. A lot of people didn't like Anakin in the prequels, particularly episodes one and two. And some in episode some, three, but it wasn't as bad. Had some rough dialogue. Yeah. But they really like fleshed him out in this mm-hmm. and made him a better character. Yeah, they did. And even <clears> like... Even characters they created for this, it's crazy to see like the evolution of of Soka even, because yeah. everybody oh, hated she was her. Horrible in the movie. In the movie, so annoying. But now, she's, she's one favorite. of the most beloved characters in the oh, entire yeah. universe. Like top five. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Is also I. I'm just a big 
Sam Witwer fan too. Oh yeah, I was happy to see him have a really good send off. At least in that show, I mean, you know, because Maul is dead now, so yeah. And you can tell he's he's just having fun with it. Oh, he's having such a good time. Like, there's he's just he's so into it. The little bit at the end of the second episode where he's like. Like he's screaming, "We're all gonna burn! We're all gonna die!" Yeah, but it's like oh, it's the mat. Like you can hear the. Like he's not all there mentally, <laughs> right? And it comes through very well in the voice. It does it, the whole time. It does. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's, he's a little. He's unstable. just a little unhinged. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, which makes oh. sense. He's been through some shit. Oh, he's been through a lot. Yeah, but do they get into? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. All in all, I'll give it like an eight and a half, maybe even a nine out of ten. I'd, I'd as far it, as an arc I'd goes. I'd put it at about a nine, yeah. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I very much enjoyed it. I'm excited to watch more of The Clone Wars with it because this is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yes, it is. So I'm I'm very excited to continue to watch more of these arcs with you. And then yeah, when we even get into The Bad Batch... That'll be good. I'm excited to watch the Bad Batch. Yeah, it's it, um, I've it it covers kind of a point in time and a topic within that point of time that I've always been curious about. Yeah, of like what the hell is like what what was it like for the clones as they were aging out of being used? Right. Yeah, and then definitely consequently dying because they don't live very long. No, they don't. Well, unless you're Rex. Unless you're Rex, but even he did he didn't live that long. No. When you think of it as, like, objectively... Right. He's an old man at, like, 35. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also curious... So, I've, in the in the Siege of Mandalore arc, we see Rex's uh, inhibitor, inhibitor chip, chip yeah. removed. Mm-hmm. And then they sh- he shows up in Rebels. There are two others, uh, two other clones that show up with him in Rebels. Right. Uh, Gregor and Wolf. Yes. Who also had their inhibitor chips removed. I wonder if we will see that. Because I'm curious now. The Bad Batch? Because I had always assumed that... They got them removed. They got them removed prior to Order 66. Oh, even... Okay. But having seen this now, and knowing that Rex didn't get his removed until the order had already been given and he had attempted to carry it out, I'm curious now Mm. if... That is also the case with Gregor and Wolf. That's a good point. So I wonder, I wonder if we will see them because we saw. If you watch the trailer for the Bad Batch, there was a a clip of Rex. So we will see him at some point, right, in the show. I just don't know which when. makes sense. I mean, yeah, it, you know, don't know when, but I, I wonder if we will see them get their inhibitor chips removed, or if it's already happened. I don't know. I don't know. Like you said, this is a the time period in which this takes place is very intriguing to me. Yeah, we haven't seen much in it. No, like we've seen ten years down the road, like a lot of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But immediately after Revenge of the Sith and the fallout from Order sixty six and the transition from Republic to Empire, that's that's not really something we've seen too much about. What have we seen in it? Not really any. I mean, there's been some stuff that have they've covered in like some comics. Mm-hmm. Here yeah, but there. I mean, like watched a digital visual. Nothing, I don't think you've seen the show. Nothing yeah. that I can think of. No. Okay, interesting. So yeah. that's what I was thinking too, but I just didn't. I didn't want to say it and then be wrong. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. 
to, to my knowledge, nothing. We haven't seen anything kind of explore this immediate aftermath of all that. So I am, I, I love it when we get into new, new territory. New territory yeah, absolutely. Star Wars stuff. Cause that's why I'd love I'm to a see huge more Star of that. Wars show and I will watch anything that they put out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, same. Even, even if it's, I love it all. I'll complain about the things, the aspects I don't like. Yeah. But I still love the universe. I mean, right. it's, at the end of the day, Star Wars is what I'm going to watch. On. I'm going to watch whatever they put out, even if I don't super love it. Right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm I'm also very excited for the potential of Old Republic stuff. Yes. Yeah, I would love. I would love to see to some Darth Revan, mm-hmm. Darth Bane, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Oh yes. man. Oh, I don't really have too much more. No. On the- no. The subject of uh, next week, we will probably be discussing Bad Batch. I assume we'll have caught up by then. Yeah. Because yeah, they're like short said, episodes, and it's only a handful of arcs. Yeah. The first episode of The Bad Batch was like 70 minutes long, which was awesome. Daggum. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then the, the second one was like 25, so like your normal runtime for that kind of show like that. But the premiere episode was was good and long nice that's almost like a movie length yeah yeah so short movie but still hour and a half yeah absolutely would be a, would be a decent sized movie it's only 20 minutes shorter right and there's no commercials or anything so nope all right yeah, well we'll definitely get you caught up and we're we'll cut it even a little shorter than we needed to by about five minutes um but that's all i have well you didn't want to talk about uh massive oh crap we did that. That's not all I have. We, yeah, we, we kind of slid some, into we, it without yeah. really... Okay. All I really want to talk about... Three things. Okay. Venom trailer. Yep. Looked good. It does look good. I love uh, Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. Yeah. I'm glad we're getting to see a little bit more of him. Woody Harrelson looks like he'll do a good job. Yeah. I, I thought that that was a good pick for Cletus Cassidy. I agree. Uh, and I'm excited to see... We saw a little like snippet of carnage in the yeah. in the trailer. Just I, touch. Yeah, I want to see more as it like gets closer to release and the CG is really like mm-hmm. smooth and polished out. I think it'll look good. Uh, and I also, I'm pretty sure this is set to be rated R. It has to be. It seems like it is. It has to be. I mean, but so was the last one. You can't. But you can't. Okay, I. The first one was supposed to be rated R. But they, you can clearly, it was cut down to be yeah, a PG-13 movie. Yeah, it was chopped up movie. because they want, because they're still holding on right. to that. I just outmoded, you can't make money on rated R movies. Right. But you Deadpool should have proven. There are a handful of movies that should have proven that. The Deadpool, Passion of Christ. Logan. <laughs> Logan, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, there are a handful of, of movies. But you can tell that they really cut down the first one from yeah, rated R. Sure, I still need to watch it too. It's okay. It's it's got its moments. I I, I enjoy it. It's yeah, but I just as like as far as if I'm gonna watch this one, right? I want to at least be caught up. But that said, you Carnage is one of the, those characters you really can't do justice to if it's anything less than rated R. Right. Yeah. I for for as long as I've known about Carnage. I've always known that he was just well, he's a serial fucking killer. insane. Yeah. 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 
the that's the one thing that I've always associated because I don't know a ton about them, right? But I know enough to know that the one thing that you associate with carnage is carnage. Yeah, absolutely. I I as upset and disappointed as I am that they did cut down the first movie to a PG thirteen one. I'll give it a pass if, but you can't you cannot cut this down and and make it a PG-13 movie and it work. There's no, no way. You cannot do no, the character of Carnage. I agree. You really can't do Venom well either. No. But, you know, not not in the way of like, not if he's the focal point of the movie. Right. So. Uh, okay, that, I'm going to add one more thing. They uh, released uh, character picks. Oh, for Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. yeah, I did see those. Mm-hmm. Those look good. I... I'm excited for that movie. I am. I, I really, really, I really want to really see David I really hope they Harbor. don't kill Taskmaster. Same. I, I, yeah, I'm super stoked for David, Dave, David, David Harbor. I am a big fan of his. I, there's just something about him. Yeah. I like him. He's just, I just like him. He's good. And, uh, yeah, I hope, I'd like, I think they might kill him in that, though, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, just because it's Marvel and that's what they do, but they better not. I just right. can't believe that a guy who can, in the comics, Outdo the uh, all of the Avengers. Is well, I was talking about David Harbour. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they'll kill yeah, David Harbour's character. Just gonna die, unfortunately. Uh, I hope they don't kill Taskmaster though. No, no. I'm in the same same boat there. Yeah. Like he's he, he is, is one of the better villains. His whole thing is that like every encounter he has, he learns from. Right. How can he die after one encounter that defeats the purpose of the character? Yeah. No, nah, you can't. You can't get rid of Taskmaster. Yeah. Like that. He's, would, he's got to be, be set up to be a recurring villain. That would be the second. That no, well, I was gonna say, probably the biggest miss, but the second of their biggest misses in recent history. One being fucking Quicksilver. Oh yeah, I mm, I still I I'm still bummed about that. I still think, think that there's potential it's a fake name, but if Boner is his real name and that's just who he is, they fucked up. Absolutely. One. And then two I would agree. be killing Taskmaster. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of David Harbour, though. Yeah, yeah. Item three. That Good segue. Into it. Yeah. What a professional, Dylan. Absolutely. Uh, they dropped the trailer, like, not a full trailer, a teaser for Stranger Things 4. Yes, they did. Uh, Which I haven't watched yet. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just, I'm really bad, because I always have been to see them, it's like, oh, I'm doing X, Y, or Z, and it's, oh, Stranger Things trailer. I'll watch that when I get done. Oh. And then I never do. Well, we'll watch it after this. But yeah. long story short, it, uh, it it has to do with maybe a little bit more of Eleven's past. Okay. Uh, and exploring that. I figured they kind of, it just, everything that was released with it seemed very Eleven-based. Yeah. And I, I think I remember hearing Papa. Yeah. You'd, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, super stoked Matthew for that. Matthew Modine. Uh, Love Stranger Things. It's been too fucking long since Dude, the last season. Dude, it's such a season. good show, and it has been so long. Because we watched that. Season three was coming out the year that we went to Eric's in Jacksonville. Because we watched it at his house. Oh, I wonder if that picked up. I just cracked my neck. If it picked up and you're, it grosses you out, I am sorry. <laughs> but I had like I turned my neck and it had a little crick, and I just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, item four. May 17th, one week from today, Mass Effect Legendary Edition releases, and I am so excited. Yeah. I love those games. 
I will probably pick this up too because I have not I already played. Have I've not played through. I pre-ordered it. Nice. I'm unemployed, and I still pre-ordered it. <laughs> I can respect that. I love those games, man. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, I I haven't played all of them, but I I will probably buy this so I can because I've heard nothing but good things about them. Top five franchise, all time, for me. All right, that's high praise. They're phenomenal. I love. I, there's just. I just. There's just something about them. Yeah. There's a lot of heart in them. Okay. They're a little wonky sometimes, just as far as like they can have some bugs. Yeah, but the best games. They're are. never. They're never massive bugs, but it's always like you know you'll walk up. I think I've made this joke before, but it's not really a joke because it happens. You walk up to an important scene, and a shepherd's walking up. His head does a full 360 and then locks eyes <laughs> on the person. Interesting the stuff like that. Or, you know, like they, the skin on their face kind of recesses and their eyeballs are poking out. Yeah. And the oh, teeth I've are poking through. I've seen some stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I've stuff seen like that, that on the internet. But I just, I love the characters. I love the story. I love the places. And I am excited to see what they look like in modern technology. Yeah. Yeah. It'll look, I think it'll, it'll look, look really good. good if you had a Series X or. Oh, well, yeah. But I'm, the $60 purchase was like. Multiply that by 10, and that's bankruptcy. Well, you also can't even find them right now, so... That's also true. Yeah, it's not because I'm poor, it's because they're just not available. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we ended up going long now, uh, but only by two minutes. We'll be fine. So, yeah, it's not a big deal. Um, uh, anyway, that's yeah. all I got. No, no, I don't have anything else. Um, thanks uh, for tuning yeah. in. As and, always, uh, I am Zach. I'm Dylan. And this has been The Quest for Content. For Content. Uh, go follow us on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. And also email us, should yep. you feel the desire to do so. All right. Adios. Peace.